Hey everyone, it's Peter Rosenberg from Cheap Heat. Join me and the fearless, physically large stat guy, Greg, and of course, Super Agent 35 under 35 Dipperstein as we tackle the biggest stories in pro wrestling each and every week. To hear us, follow the Ringer Wrestling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER. Visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Let's roll, baby. It's now time to break down Championship Sunday and lock in some picks for the NFC title game, the AFC title game. Raheem Palmer, John Jastrzemski. Buddy, we went over some leans come Tuesday. But now it's time to lock in for real. Let's start here right out of the gate. Did your opinion at all change from watching one Patrick Mahomes walk to the podium and walk off the podium? It sure seemed like Twitter was going nuts with all sorts of reactions about how Mahomes was walking and how he's looking and how he's feeling. So did that change anything for you, Mr. Raheem Palmer? I mean, not only did that change anything for me, you know, I did my research and, you know, the last time Patrick Mahomes actually played on a high ankle sprain was week two of the, in 2019 against the Raiders. And he threw for almost 450 yards and four touchdowns. So Patrick Mahomes on one leg, I mean, he's still the guy. I mean, Nick Wright said it the other day. He, Patrick Mahomes on one leg is probably the third best quarterback in the NFL. And then when you see him walking and looking healthy, and you think about all the treatment these guys go through. I mean, there's a reason why Sharp Money hit the screen and moved the Chiefs from a two-and-a-half-point underdog to back to a one-point favorite. Well, I was going to say, this line has been fluctuating like crazy. It initially opened two-and-a-half. Kansas City was favored. Then all of the money moves in on the Bengals. It got as high, to your point, as two-and-a-half. And now you've seen Kansas City shift. They're a one-point favorite. That all may be true, Raheem. That's all well and good that Mahomes is going to play and that he's the best quarterback on the planet. That's all true. That's all accurate. He's never beaten Joe Burrow. He's never beaten this group of Cincinnati Bengals. They beat him twice last year. They beat him 
earlier in the regular season. And I know the game script is Kansas City was up in a bunch of these games. And, and you could tell me, you know, uh, Kansas City had more of a lead in these games than Cincinnati had in these games. The bottom line is this. I see the Cincinnati roster and I see the Kansas City roster. I think Cincinnati's better, despite the issues they have on the offensive line. I think they're more explosive. I think their defense is tremendous. I think their defense is incredibly well coached. And I'm not backing down on where I was earlier in the week. I think Cincinnati's going into Arrowhead Stadium and is beating them again. I'm going with Joe Burrow. I'm grabbing my two and a half. I'd even sprinkle a little more on the one. You know me, Raheem. I hate going against short money. And normally it does not go my way when I go against short money. But the Cincinnati Bengals have been covering machines, dude. That short money was coming in on the Buffalo Bills. Didn't make a damn difference last week, bro. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, that is true. I mean, we look at Joe Burrow, 18-1 against the spread. Last 19 games as a favorite of less than seven points. Bengals are 21-5 and against the spread in their last 26 games. I mean... Like the last two years, I think they're 27 and 12. That's 69%. So you bet against Joe Burrow historically and you're going broke. But the one thing I will say is that I do think this Chiefs pass rush can cause some problems for Joe Burrow this week. I mean, one of the things, I mean, one of the talking points last week was that this Bengals offensive line is banged up. Well, they're going up against the Chiefs pass rush, which I mean, they have 241 pressures this season. Only the Dallas Cowboys have more. And they contacted the quarterback 198 times, leading the NFL. So it's going to be interesting to see if this Bengals offensive line actually holds up this week. I just, from a numbers perspective, I I struggle with saying that the Chiefs should only be one-point favorites. I'm going to be honest with you. I think this line should be Chiefs minus two and a half. When I look at my own personal numbers for the full season, it does weigh that Buffalo win quite heavily for the Bengals. But I just I just think this line is probably short. And I think it's 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 Chiefs are past, even though we've seen things in the past from this Bengals team that shows that they've been dominant dominant against this Chiefs team. Look, I get your point when it comes to Mahomes only being a one point favorite. The idea that we were talking about Patrick Mahomes for the first time in his playoff career, Raheem, being an underdog. Just think about that for a minute. Mahomes has been in the AFC title game the last five years. He's played countless of playoff games already. This was going to be the first time we were talking about Mahomes as an underdog in any of those particular games. I do think Cincinnati's got the script. And listen, I get the issues on the offensive line. That Cincinnati defense gave Mahomes all sorts of fits last year. And remember, there's no Tyree Kill. That's also something we got to take into account with this game. He does not have a guy he can chuck it up to and can go make a play 50 or 60 yards down the field. And that brings me to the total in this particular game. So the total for Cincinnati and for Kansas City opened up 52 and a half. Right now, Raheem, that total has plummeted. I don't know if that's Mahomes injury news. I don't know if that's Bengal offensive line news. But I see 47 and a half. I think it's an under game, dude. I, to your point on the Kansas City pass rush, they got some dudes in Clark and, and Chris Jones who get after the quarterback. Cincinnati, we saw what their defense did last week to Josh Allen, Staten Island's finest. Luana Rumo should be an NFL head coach for what it is worth. 
I think this is a game where we could see a couple of these offenses stall out, kick a couple more field goals. How do you feel about the total at 47 and a half? I'm going to be honest with you. I do think the total is a little short. I mean, when you when you see what these two teams have done, I mean, the last three games, 31-34, 27-24, 24-27. And that also takes into the account that the Bengals have actually outscored the Chiefs 26-6 in the fourth quarter and overtime in those games. The Chiefs have only scored 20 points in the fourth quarters of those three games. So... I think that'll that'll change here. I just think I, I think eventually you're gonna see some some money on the over in this spot. I just think it's it's very. I mean, it's come down. Oh, it's it's come down quite a bit. My numbers actually, you know, point towards the under. But I just, I mean, these two quarterbacks. I, I think you. It's, it's 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 a little bit too low for me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, I like the under in this game. Strategy question: Do I grab this number now at forty-seven and a half? Or, to your point, do I wait for some over money to come in and maybe get... Do you think I will get a better number, Raheem, is my question, than 47 and a half? Um, I mean, maybe it goes up to 48 or so, but I can't see it getting back to the original number just based on where I have my numbers at. So, I think, I mean, you know, 47 just feels like the the bottom. I, I, like, it just feels like where we're, where we're going to sit at, you know, before kickoff. I, I, I can't see this going up. Back to 49. I really can't. All right. So it seems like we are heads up in this game because you lean towards the Kansas City Chiefs. I lean towards the Cincinnati Bengals. And you like the over in this game? I lean towards the towards the over. I don't have a, like an wow, official we are just Wow. We are just heads up every which way here in the AFC title game. I like the Bengals in the under. You like the Chiefs in the over. Something's got to give here. Um, normally, Raheem and I are usually united front. So it's telling that we are heads up here in this particular game. Kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie, but we're sticking to our I mean, guns here. But- this is the conference championship. This is one of the sharpest lines. I mean, these are some of the sharpest lines of the year. So I think that pretty much tells you how difficult these these numbers get at this time of the year. So there's not really huge edges there. And I mean, for me, it's just a lean. I don't necessarily have a play right now on those games, but that's, that's the direction I'm leaning right now. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. So you could, you're telling me you would not be surprised if you're singing a different tune come Sunday. Interesting. Okay, okay. They are sharp lines. Very, very sharp lines. Speaking of, the NFC title game. Now, when we did East Coast Bias on Tuesday, 
you were very much in the Eagle camp. I made my case. You kind of were thinking things through a little bit. I think that's a fair way to put it. So I'm going to defer to you on this, Raheem. Eagles, Niners. This line is locked in now at two and a half. I think the books are very comfortable keeping it at two and a half. Where do we stand? Yeah, I like the Eagles in this game. I mean, when you look historically, there's only been four rookie quarterbacks in the conference championship. They've gone all in four straight up. That's Mark Sanchez, Big Ben, Joe Flacco, and Sean King. And, you know, the one thing I will say is that this 49ers team, I just feel like these are two teams who you people have been saying it all year. They haven't played anybody. But I just think the Eagles at home and in the link, you're looking at a 49ers offense, which has played the 32nd ranked schedule of opposing defenses. And now they got to go up against this, this vaunted Eagles defense. I just, I just think it's, it's an issue for them. I really like the Eagles in this matchup, but I have another play on this game that I, I, I think I like a little bit more. I, th- I think I like the under in this game. I mean, when you look at these two teams, neither one of these teams have actually played solid defenses. And when they have, you saw their output decrease dramatically. Look at last week. The 49ers, they played their best defense that they've placed all, all year against the Cowboys, and they only put up 19 points. The 49ers are 6th in offensive DVOA. They played the 32nd-ranked schedule of opposing defenses. The Eagles are 3rd in offensive DVOA. They played the 27th-ranked schedule of opposing defenses. And, you know, the one thing I will say is that, you know, this Eagles defense, I mean, they put up 70 sacks in the regular season. I mean, they're two sacks away from the record. And I just think Purdy, we saw him struggle against the Cowboys. And it's just like, I know he's put up, you know, 34 points in his six starts. But, I mean, this is the playoffs. I mean, you're going against the Cowboys, you're going against the Eagles. I just think this is a, this is a matchup where I think you're going to see Kyle Shanahan be a little bit more conservative. I mean, the Eagles, the Eagles can be run on. I think they're 23rd in rushing EPA for play. So... I think they're going to run the ball heavy. I like the under in this matchup. Okay, buddy. I am in full-fledged agreement with one of your takes, and I am heads up with another one of your takes. I'll start (laughs) with the one I'm heads up on. You just mentioned the Eagles' rush defense. That, to me, is the blueprint and the avenue for San Francisco to go and win this game, To, to take the ball away from the Philadelphia Eagles. McCaffrey, I know he's beat up. Mitchell, Samuel run all sorts of crazy shenanigans. I think the Niners have the capability of doing that, right? And neutralizing that tremendous Eagles pass rush. I think that is the avenue for San Francisco to go and win this game. Then I think San Francisco has the defense to go and shut down Jalen Hurts and shut down that Eagles rushing attack that ran all over the Giants. And I think what's happening here, Raheem, is for some people, They saw the dominance of the Eagles against the JV Giants. And they saw the Niners and Brock Purdy struggle with your Cowboys. Ooh, they look beatable. They look vulnerable. The Cowboys are a much better team than Giants. Let's be perfectly fair. Let's be perfectly frank when it comes to that. Jalen Hurts did not get tested in that game at all. I mean, he basically was playing flag football. The Giants did not hit him. They had a clean pocket. He was able to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. I think the Niners are going to disrupt him, whether it's Bosa, whether it's Warner, whether it's the sort of dudes on that defense that can go and make a difference. So I like San Francisco getting the two and a half points. I think San Francisco is going to go in there. 
I think they're going to have in the back of their mind what happened last year in the NFC title game. This is a team that has been waiting for this moment to me all year. And Brock Purdy's been up to the challenge every time. I'm not saying he's going to be great in this game. I think he will do enough with the better roster to go and win it. But this is where we're in agreement. I am in on the under, my man. I love the under in this game because both of these defenses, tremendous, hard hitting. The only thing that scares me is if you get one of those turnovers in a a couple instances in this game, you know, the Niners turn it over deep in their own end, Eagles cash in for six. Same sort of thing with Philadelphia where you have some short fields, you end up getting some touchdown drives and, and they're five, six plays. If this is a game where turnovers are at a minimum, and we're not talking about turnovers in each team's particular own end, I don't think these offenses putting up a whole lot of points, dude. So I'm right there with you on the under, which right now sits at 46 and a half. I think this game will go under, and I'm on the San Francisco 49ers. I think they get back to the Super Bowl, dude. I do. I think they're a more battle-tested team. They find a way. I'll take the two and a half. I mean, we're going to see what's going to happen. I'm, I'm really interested in this game. I, I think this is probably like, I mean, we got the four best teams in the conference championships. And it says a lot that, you know, these lines are where they're at. I mean, you, you're looking at a two and a half point spread. This line's probably not going to go to three. And then you look at the Chiefs Bengals, that's at one. So these are all equally matched teams. So, I mean, I, it's hard. You could put up arguments either way. Um, I think the one point that you made about Hurts is like really interesting. It's just that, I mean, you look at last week against the Giants. He wasn't that great. He was just sixteen to twenty four for. Well, he said it. Raheem, he said it after the game. Then, like, how's your shoulder feel? He's like, dude, I, I, I don't know how it feels. I didn't get hit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? and, and he only had nine carries for thirty four yards. So, I, I think this would be one of the best defenses that you know, this Eagles team has faced as well outside of the Cowboys or, you know, maybe um, the Commanders. Um, So, that I mean, that says a lot. So, I think both of these teams are going to kind of be like a shot to the system. So, I really like that under 46 and a half. I'm almost leaning first half under 23 as well. So, um, but, you know, the one thing I will say is that I think there's a, a, a good prop out there. You look at what George Kittle has done. I mean, and this is probably speaks to your point because, you know, Purdy has consistently relied on Kittle um, since he's coming, he's since he's taken over at quarterback. And you look at the two games in which Kittle has played against the, the Eagles in 2020 and 2021, Kittle has caught 19 of 19 targets for 200 yards and a touchdown. So I think you can go over George Kittle's 46 and a half receiving yards. And I, I think, I mean, I think that's a safe one. I think he'll be the safety net for Purdy this week. Totally agree. When in doubt, Brock Purdy is looking for George Kittle. And, you know, Raheem, one last note, and we're going to spend the next two weeks dissecting the movement, the ins and outs of this Super Bowl line. I saw the look-aheads for all four of the potential matchups we have. And to your point, I mean, you're talking about pick them in one-point spreads no matter what the game may be. That's a good thing, I think, come Super Sunday. You got a very evenly matched game no matter which way you slice it or dice it. Yeah, I mean, when you get when you get these matchups, and I think, you know, a lot of people love upsets, but I always tell people I don't like upsets at all because it tends to ruin a later round. And I think when you have the four best teams, you get to see the best play for the championship. So I'm excited for, you know, what happens this week and in the Super Bowl. And, you know, we're going to have all the content. We're going to have betting props. We're going to have size total. So it should be an exciting time. Well, for Raheem Palmer, it is the Eagles, a strong play on the under. 
in Eagles, Niners, and then a lean Chiefs over for the AFC title game. For me, strong play on the Niners. I'm right there with Raheem on the under in the NFC title game. And we got a little heads up action in the AFC title game. We'll see if Raheem maybe is singing a different tune come Sunday. But I'm on Cincinnati. I am also on the under in that game. I you think know, that game's going to be a little bit more low scoring than you think. Before we go, I mean, like, I think we, we spoke about this on East Coast Bias. You know, with the number moving back to Chiefs, Chiefs minus one, I think you should tease the Bengals. I think that's a good, you know, teaser to leg at this point in time. You can tease the, the Bengals up to, I mean, probably you could wait a little bit, see if this goes to one and a half so you can get that hook. But, you know, tease the Bengals up to um, seven, seven and a half, push you in a good spot there. And then, you know, if you want to tease San Francisco, I think you're in a good spot there as well. So um, I gave out, we, me, House, and JJ, I think we, we spoke about that teaser on East Coast Bias on Tuesday. So you definitely want to pick that one up. Raheem, let's hope that one hits. Buddy, enjoy the games on Championship Sunday. I will talk to you Tuesday when we know we have a Super Bowl matchup. And uh, good luck. Best of luck to you too. <laughs> There you have it. That's Raheem Palmer, John Zestremski signing off. Good work by our buddy Stefan. Uh, House and Sharp will be back Friday. They got all sorts of plays for the championship weekend. And we'll be back Tuesday along with House for East Coast Bias. Boys are out. Be good, everybody. Be good.